Hey everyone, on today's episode of the Productivity Podcast, I'm going to walk you through step by step how to conduct a weekly review. Welcome to the Productivity Show, the show that gets you where you want to be fast. Smash your goals and achieve more with actionable, easy to follow advice and become a Jedi Master of Productivity. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Paul, and thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, I, I, I love it that the podcast community is slowly growing, and I've been getting some great feedback, and so just keep it coming. Uh, if you enjoy today's episode, please leave me a comment on the blog, on the show notes, uh, which you can find at paulminers.com slash 12. That's paulminers.com slash 12. You'll get all of the links and notes for today's show. And speaking of which, today I'm going to be talking all about how to conduct a weekly review. And so you'll get a step-by-step guide of how to uh, of everything I'm going to talk about on, on those show notes. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't started a weekly review process already, I strongly, strongly recommend that you incorporate this into your weekly routine. The weekly review, as many of you will know, is an essential part of any productivity system. If you're familiar with the Getting Things Done productivity system by David Allen, you'll be familiar with this idea already. And the weekly review is basically used to reflect on what you've achieved over the previous week. Uh, It allows you to take stock of your current situation and plan for the upcoming week as well. Uh, It doesn't have to be a massive process, but I I fundamentally believe that by investing just a small amount of time at the end of your week that, uh, and, and by planning for your upcoming week, you can have a massive impact on your personal productivity. And so today I'm going to walk you through my own personal weekly review process. This is something that I've designed and it's kind of evolved a bit over the last couple of years. And, uh, but feel free if to tweak this step, this process. Uh, you should design a process that works well for you. So use this as a starting point, but I encourage you to adapt it and, and develop it as you see fit. So to start off with, I want to talk about some of the benefits of conducting a weekly review. First of all, I think it allows us to really celebrate our success. And I think this is important because as productive people, we're constantly asking ourselves how we can achieve more and get more done. And we're, we're always looking forward at the next goal and the next project. And it, 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 we don't take enough time to actually look at how far we've come and look at the things we've achieved. And I think it is important to at least once a week just reflect and take some time to be proud of your accomplishments. And this is going to help you keep your motivation and momentum nice and high as you as you remind yourself of how far you've come. So that's the first really important benefit of conducting a weekly review. The second benefit of conducting a weekly review is that it helps you to get more clarity around your current situation and, and it helps you to answer this question of where am I now? What, what is my current focus? Personally, I find that over the course of the week, as I get highly focused on specific tasks, I start to forget about the bigger picture of what I'm doing. And the weekly review just helps you to um, kind of step back and, and, and go up a level and really kind of remind yourself of where you are and, and what you're working towards. Another key benefit is that it helps you to plan ahead. This is another one of the key purposes of the weekly review is that it lets you to clearly outline what you're going to be working on 
over the next seven days, over the next week. And this means that, you know, when you get into your office uh, on a Monday morning or, or you start your work, wherever, wherever you do your work, in fact, you can, you can jump straight into a task without having to ask yourself, okay, what should I be working on? How am I going to spend my day? By planning ahead, you can, you can really keep momentum high and you can go from one project to the next or one task to the next on a daily basis and throughout the day. And, and this really helps minimize that switching time between tasks. You're not finishing something and then going, okay, cool, what shall I do now? You're, you're, you can refer back to your calendar, you can refer back to your task list, which you've, you've planned ahead of time and you can uh, just, just move on straight away with very little downtime and it just keeps, to, keeps you nice and efficient. The final key benefit that I see of this weekly review process is that it allows you to refresh your calendar and task list. So what I mean by this is um, I, I often find that during the week, you know, your calendar and your task list can get a little bit out of sync. You know, sometimes you might be jotting down new ideas or new to-dos on uh, pieces of paper and, and or wherever else, maybe on a whiteboard or something. And uh, you're moving, you're moving appointments around in your calendar, and I think it's good to just on a weekly basis, once a week, just check over your task list, prune everything, anything that doesn't need to be there, add anything that you've you've um, kind of thought of during the week, and then and then get your tasks and your calendar both back in sync and and working together. So those are the main benefits of conducting the weekly review, and so. Now I'd like to move on and actually talk about how to start uh, your own weekly review. And this is pretty much what I do. But like I said in the beginning, feel free to tweak this and, uh, and make it your own. So when starting off the weekly review, there are really just two things that you need to do to get started. And you can do this today, right now. Uh, the first thing you should do is just schedule in your calendar a, an appointment on, I recommend, a Sunday afternoon and, and schedule 30 minutes to uh, give yourself time to conduct this weekly review and set that appointment up to repeat every Sunday at the same time. Don't worry if, if Sunday at, at three o'clock or wherever, whenever you set it up comes around and it's like, oh, I'm out and about and you need to do it later in the day or earlier on, you can, you can move that around. You don't have to do it at the exact same time, but just have that appointment in your calendar every Sunday just to remind yourself that on Sunday afternoon, you need to spend some time, just 30 minutes, going through your weekly review. So that's the first thing, is just schedule an appointment every Sunday. The second thing you should do is just find some sort of tool that you can use to keep a, a weekly journal. I use Evernote, but you can use uh, any app that you like, and there are loads of great journaling apps that you can choose from. But just pick a tool that you're going to use to, um, that you can use to keep some sort of weekly journal. So that's all you really need to get started. On top of, of course, uh, and this is pretty self-explanatory, but on top, of course, having an existing calendar and task management app. I'm going to assume that you already have those two things in place. So step one, when you're starting your 30-minute weekly review, is to fill out this weekly journal. And uh, I do this in Evernote. And I just keep one note, which is called weekly journal. And all I do is I write the date and I answer two questions. The first question is, what were, what were my major achievements this week? And the second is, what challenges do I currently face? Now you can, you can add your own. I really like these questions because they, they, they really allow me to celebrate those successes that we talked about earlier. And, this, this will often, uh, and these challenges as well will help me to identify things that I should be working on in the upcoming week. When you're filling out your journal, don't worry about being too fancy. I, I literally just use bullet points and I'll do like three or four bullet points for each question and I'll just jot down like a sentence for each point where I'll just 
uh, note down some achievements and, and some challenges that I'm facing. It really does not have to be eloquent prose or nice a nice well-written journal entry. It can be really nice and simple and it should take just five minutes to answer these two questions. Step number two is to review your task list and this can take, this might take you around 10 minutes. So head on over to your task list, whatever you do, whatever you're using, whether it's something like Asana or Todoist or Wanderlist or Swipes or whatever it is, um, I use Asana. And this means that the easiest way to, um, to review your task list is to go into your calendar and see what you've got coming up in the following week. And, and Asana has a built-in calendar. And of course, you know, depending on the app that you use, uh, how you view your upcoming tasks is gonna be slightly different. But I can just jump straight into my calendar and see everything I've got coming up in the next seven days. This does rely on you having due dates set up ahead of time, uh, which I do. I make sure that every task has a due date, so all the tasks just move up my system, and as they fall, as they get closer and closer to falling due, I, I get more aware of them, and I can just look on the calendar, and I can see what's coming up. During this step, you can then add any extra tasks that you can think of that need to be added to your calendar. Uh, you might need to go through any notebooks, sticky notes, or scrap scrap bits of paper to add any any ideas or, or comments that you've thought of during the week. And during your journaling process, you may have identified new tasks that need to be added on there. So just take 10 minutes to just go through your task list, take stock of what you've got coming up. You might need to adjust the due dates of your task during uh, during this time to make sure you can fit everything in. And you really do want to be realistic in terms of making sure that you can accomplish all of these things you've got coming up in the next seven days. Step number three in the weekly review process is to review and update your calendar. And again, you should be spending around maybe five to 10 minutes on this task. And uh, what this means is just look at all of the appointments that you've got coming up and in my calendar, I have most of, or quite a lot of the appointments um, set to repeat every week. So time blocked out for work, time to blocked out for going to the gym, uh, different, different things like that will be um, set to repeat every single week. And I can just take 10 minutes to review my appointments, uh, move anything around if I need to. And then the key step here is to add all of those tasks from your task lists as blocks of time into your calendar. So let's say that you, uh, one of your goals for the week is to write a blog post. Then you might say, well, to write this post, I'm gonna need maybe maybe four hours all up. So you're gonna maybe schedule two, two hours on Monday and you might do an hour on Wednesday and then an hour on Friday at some point in time during the day. And so you're gonna put these blocks of time into your calendar to actually show when you're going to work on this task. Make sure you do that for each of your tasks is just clearly identify when you're going to do each task. And the real benefit of doing this is that it forces you to ask yourself how long stuff is going to take. And then when you start to get add things into your calendar, you might find that you, uh, one of two things, you might find that you're not making enough time during the week for everything you want to get done. You've got this long to-do list you know, and you might think, huh, I don't have enough time to do everything or I can't make enough time to do all of these things. Maybe I need to prioritize the most important things and some of these tasks are going to have to wait till the following week. The other thing that might happen, which I did just in my last weekly review, is I had a bunch of tasks I wanted to do and I worked out how long each of them would take and I blocked in the time I needed to do each task and I, I thought, huh, wow, I've actually got a spare bit of time. Uh, I've probably got a couple of extra hours where I can do 
a few extra tasks. And that was really nice. And it's, it's really nice identifying these situations ahead of time because you can plan for them. So come the end of the week when you've finished all your tasks, you're not going to get lazy and waste time because you've got all this free time. You can actually plan extra tasks ahead of time and keep momentum and productivity nice and high. But the key of this step really is to just take all of those tasks from your task list and add them as blocks of time into your calendar. Uh, I use Sunrise Calendar and this is great. It's a great app which syncs really well with third-party services like Asana and Todoist and Evernote and, and a bunch of other project management tools. And so it means I can see my Asana tasks in the calendar at the times they're due. If I'm using due times, not just dates, but actual times, I can see them when they're due. And this is really nice for just seeing when I'm gonna complete each task. Step number four, the final, the final step in this system, and this might take just five more minutes, is to just go back over your task list and go and, and look at your calendar one final time. Check that you've allocated enough time for everything, for all your various tasks, and uh, make sure that you're spending your time well and you're prioritizing the different tasks appropriately. So you're, you're putting the more important tasks perhaps earlier in the morning when you have more energy and some of the more automated uh, low energy tasks can be completed in the afternoon. And so this is just a final double check step where you just check that everything's all in place. And that's it. That is the four step 30 minute weekly review process. It's super easy. As I said before, get started with this process, but by all means, adapt it. Maybe you want to spend a bit more time on the journaling. Maybe uh, there's something else that you identify as being an important part of your weekly review. So feel free to make it your own. As I said before, the two things that you really need to do to get started is just schedule a block of time in your calendar for getting started. I recommend you do that as soon as this podcast is over. Just schedule a block of time in your calendar for your first weekly review. And the second thing is just find some sort of app or a notebook which you can use for your journal. As I said before, all of today's show notes can be found at paulminers.com slash 12, where I have detailed every single step and you've, I've got some, some snapshots of my personal calendar and Asana to-do list there. And please leave me a comment. Uh, if you do have a weekly review process, I'd love to hear what you're doing because I'm always trying to learn how I can improve my own systems and my own processes. So if you have a weekly review process already, I'd love to hear from you. So please head on over to the show notes and, and leave me a comment. I really do wanna hear from you. While you're over there, don't forget to sign up for my free seven-day productivity plan, which is a free email course uh, where you'll receive one email a day for seven days, which will take you through a process of setting up your own productivity system. And it's already helped uh, hundreds of people to become far, far more productive. That's it for today's episode. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I will catch you next time on The Productivity Podcast.